Hey guys, what's up? I'm Yarel Ramos. And I'm Jessica Molina. We all have those weight hold up moments in life. Those times where our perspective shifts and our hustle changes as a result. Each week, tune in as we chat with a new guest who's on their grind and learn the pivotal moments that shape their journey. And when we're not chatting with a guest, Jess and I will dig into the latest weight hold up moments happening in politics and pop culture. You're listening to Weight Hold, hold Up. up. How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome back to season two. We're so excited to be back with you guys and to get into this amazing season that we have ahead for you. So on today's episode, we have Irene Vizcarra. Irene is the owner of Holy Wilds, a company that offers plant medicine for reclaiming our connection to self, source, and earth. In this episode, she talks about walking away from a comfortable job to pursue her heart's desire, connecting to your soul, and she offers us all five ways that everyone can ground ourselves daily. So we're super excited for this one, and we know that you will love it. Let's get started. Irene, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I, I want to start first with, can you describe what Holy Wilds is and what was the passion and mission behind starting it? Sure. So um, I love business. I was um, running a mortgage company before this, and I loved the aspect of having, like creating a business that actually connected you more to your community and to contribution and to be able to give back. But, you know, mortgage, it really, I wasn't passionate about it. It wasn't really in alignment with me. So I wanted to move on and do my own thing. And I found plant medicine through the Gaia School of Healing. I finished my apprenticeship last year and I fell in love. Like I absolutely, completely fell in love with plant medicine and what it means to like be connected to the earth and to plants and to use that um, for self-care and for like my family members and friends to be able to help them move through things um, using plants. So I felt like the natural next step for me was like to go all in and uh, really just like believe in my dreams and myself and my passion and go for it and try and create something really beautiful through this. Um, So Holy Wild is really just my invitation to people through uh, ritual kits for them to be able to connect more to themselves and to the earth and um, to source. You know, some people call that God, others call it spirit, but um, I like to use the word source or just interchange them all because um, truly we're all talking about the same thing. And so when we connect more to that, I feel like we can experience more harmony and more beauty. And I feel like that's what life is actually really about, you know, but we just haven't been taught how to connect more to it in that way. And so that was the inspiration for Holy Wild. Did you have an introduction to plant medicine when you were younger? Was the idea of being in community and in communion with the earth brought up in your childhood at all? Well, in I lived in Mexico the first seven years, right? And I lived in a little ranchito that was, I mean, we were like by the river, it was in the mountains in Cosala, Sinaloa. So I grew up very connected to nature 
But then when we immigrated to L.A., I feel like I lost a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And really, the my only connection was, um, you know, my mom making like te de manzanilla mm -hmm. or anything that she picked from the yard. But I really... To me, I was just like, Mom, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you're just making things up. And I really didn't, like, honor. Hey, shut down. I know. <laughs> I totally, I didn't honor, like, wow, that's a woman using her intuition and just mm. being naturally connected to plants. And, you know, and then I go to this course and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I had to, like, go back and apologize to Mom, you know, and be like, Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> you did know what you were doing. Right. Did, did you, do you feel like you said that, you know, you, you have a background in business um, and you had been working in business and real estate for a really long time. What had been, why had you put this on hold, this dream of yours? Was it because of your job? Was it because of like corporate America or did you feel like you, there was a time and a place for you to launch this? You know, honestly, I wasn't, first of all, I didn't even know that this was such a big love of mine. It was through the apprenticeship that I really found it and, and fell in love with it. But I think I would not have been ready beforehand either because, one, I just didn't really believe in myself in that way. Like, I believe in myself in the corporate world, right? Like, I, there are, like, rules that I go by. Like, I work for, so, for someone, and even though I was, like, running the organization and I was in a leadership role, it was still, it wasn't my thing. I was, like, just following rules, helping someone else build their thing. Right. And so I feel like it took more courage and self-development for me to just be like, hey, Irene, you can do this. Like you could do whatever you want. Just go for it and you'll learn along the way. I'm, I'm so I, first of all, I feel like so connected to that because it's so much easier to do a project for somebody else than it is to do yeah. your own project. Yeah. And it's so much easier to say, well, that person's name's attached to it, but I'm doing all the legwork and I'm doing <laughs> all the creative or whatever it may be. So what was that weight holds up moment in that conversation that you're saying that you had? Do you remember when that took place and how it felt when you came to that realization? To me, honestly, I'm, I'm so connected to my soul and I know when it's trying to like send a message to me. And this summer was my like, wait, hold up big time yeah. like in a really big way where I was going to work you know I'm like making more money than I had ever been making I was um you know in a leadership role I really had it really good and I was still very unhappy I felt like creatively there was only it was such a limited expression of who I am and like it, this summer I just it, it got to the point where I was like going to work and I would have to go to the bathroom because I would cry at how unhappy I was and and that I and I knew I'm like oh god I just didn't want to listen because I was so comfortable I was really comfortable in like doing well you know out in the world oh Irene's running an organization wow like you know it's how like, that looks from the outside yeah in. all of that right and so it's like wow um you know I'm 36 and I'm gonna drop what I've been working on for years to start this brand new thing that I don't even know if it's gonna work out or not and Honestly, the only thing that that is um, for me that makes it all right is because, you know, I'm following my heart and I will go and I will learn and I'm willing to take that risk because living like a mediocre life is just unacceptable to me at this point in my life. You said something that I, I, I loved right now that says, you know, you've always been connected to your soul. Has even as a child or like growing up, did you ever feel something ignited? I know, I know you mentioned Conversations with God, which was a book that um, obviously influenced you a lot. 
Um, but can, can you elaborate on that, on like that connection to your soul? Um, well, I think as a child, I was a very sensitive child and my, the way I related to the world was, um, you know, in the way I was taught by my parents and stuff. So I, I can't really say that, um, I knew I was special. I always felt different. Um, and, and by special, I don't mean, I mean, we're all special, right? It's not like this gift that only one person gets. Like we all get it. We all get to connect to our soul. It's just a matter of developing the skill because it is like a muscle, but I have been developing this skill for, you know, over 10 years and I just feel really, um, like my everyday practices allow for me to see things much like more clearly right away where before it would have taken me a lot more time to see something. Mm -hmm. Now it's like in my face and it's up to me whether I want to see it or not, right. you know? Um, but really it's been through, um, self-development books, you know, I'm, I'm a big reader. And so it's been through books that I've found like all these different teachers and these different ways of being that are completely or have been completely outside of my cultural upbringing or even my circle of friends. But that is how I expanded mm -hmm. um, out and learned a lot. Well, guys, we're definitely going to get a list of those books and we'll put them <laughs> on our Instagram <laughs> yeah. because I think some a conversation that I had with someone not too long ago was that this person is very connected to their intuition and I'm pretty envious of that because I feel like I second guess myself all the time. Mm -hmm. And so flexing that muscle has always been a challenge because I think that in this development phase, you have to know that sometimes you're going to be right and then sometimes you're going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. And not feeling as if like my, not judging and critiquing myself so harshly in those moments where you're like, I thought I was following my intuition, but it was my ego. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's part of the learning process. Yeah. yeah. It's part of building the muscle. Ugh. And a muscle <laughs> that you, you're right. Like we all have, we all have intuition. And sometimes it's like, it's, it's talking to us and we're like, no, 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 you, you, you stay quiet. Do not, you not, you don't know, ruin this, don't for, ruin me. this for me. <laughs> you know? And then of course it's like, I told you so, you know, yeah. Yeah. um, something that, that, you know, and I, and I think I, I love the fact that you're our, our first guest for this season is, and because you just launched Holy Wild and it's going so well for you and you know, you're learning and it's, it's a year for gro of growth for your company, for, for your company. Um, and I know like a lot of our listeners um, are, are especially during this time of the year, um, I, I know I, at least I've been feeling this way lately. Like I've just been feeling like a little off, you know, <laughs> like it's like, what's going on with me? Like I got this vein that popped in my eye. I don't know why. That's a true you know, story, guys. That's that a true story. Yeah. And it's like all my body has been like just telling me, I don't know, it's, it's telling me, it's trying to tell me so many things. And with a friend yesterday, too, she was telling me, she's like, you know, um, as, as, a, as a collective, we're a little, we're like in transition and we're trying to find ourselves. And it's not so much that you're lost, she said. It's not that you're confused. It's just a little cloudy, you know, and like you're trying to go get to the next level, but it's a little cloudy. And I'm like, ah, help me. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's why I think it's so great that you're here with us because, um, you're able, I mean, I, I would love to know what, what, how you feel about this and what, what I, what should I do? You're I basically, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, fix 
us, please. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so I actually prepared something that I thought could be really helpful for any of your listeners. Um, okay. And I came up with a little list of five simple ways for staying grounded and connected. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's super simple. And and if you guys just take, if anyone, including myself, just practice even one of these things every day, it will help with. Um, just really knowing what the next step is, mm-hmm. right? Because the big picture, we're, we're never going to know the big picture. Never. Like, we need to just let that go because that's part of life. The uncertainty will always be there. Life is uncertain. But the way we move in the now, like in, in, in the moment, how I show up right now, that will determine the big picture, right? Mm-hmm. It'll determine the future. Um, so these five ways are going to be super simple. Um, that way nobody has any excuse. <laughs> <laughs> She got me. (laughs) (laughs) We got to hold each other accountable. Yeah. um, Just to be able to be more present and more in the moment and more in your own energy versus being Mm. in like the chaos and everybody else's energy. Uh, Because I think it's really important that everybody knows, right? Like we all have our, our aura, right? Which is this energy field, this electromagnetic energy field that we all carry with us. And that is... It's like when you're moving in a really crowded space or when you work um, in close quarters or live with other people, you are constantly in their energy. And so um, a good way of making sure you come back to your own energy is grounding um, or just like taking a time out and checking in. Um, and, you know, there's also like other other techniques for clearing and stuff like that. But we'll stick with, um, you know, grounding and, and just really connecting um, within for, for this episode. So. All right, so you ready? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm like with pen and everything, <laughs> and my phone's on to recorder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first super simple thing that you can do is greet the sun in the morning. So when you step outside and you're ready to, you know, go about your day, just take, you know, 30 seconds, stop if the sun is out, and just feel the sun on your skin. So close your eyes, feel the sun on your skin. If you can do that for like five minutes. Um, and what that does is like it, it enhances your mood and your energy, but even more than that, that's like a, a you know, biological or physio- physiological thing. But um, even more than that, like if you just imagine if every day at the beginning of your day, you just get outside, you feel the sun on your skin and and you think about like the magnificence of this ball of fire up like I don't know how many light years away that um, you are in outer space, right? And then this ball of fire like gives life to everything on this planet, right? Because without the sun, like we wouldn't, like our food wouldn't grow. We'd be too cold to, you know, exist. Uh, And so even just taking the time to really like connect to that, like that's magic. And so take being able to like um, take that gratitude with you. Um, and and just create that sacredness in that little bit in the morning. Um, so I, that's my super simple step one. Love it. Okay. Can do that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So second one, connect with nature. So this one is, I feel like everybody, I, I, I don't know, may, or maybe it's just me, but I feel like everybody kind of knows that. Like when you get out in nature, you just feel different. When you go for a hike or you get out to the beach. Yeah, I mean, there's like, even like thing. feeling the rain sometimes, like just, you yeah. know, like going outside and feeling yeah. the rain. It's so it's such Absolutely. a beautiful connection. Absolutely. And the reason why 
nature like nature nature's frequency is like at a certain level and then we're all at, at a different level <laughs> right especially collectively um especially in like in a really busy city where everybody's like moving fast and um trying to you know do the next thing do 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 so connecting with nature is super healing um we have the beach nearby here we have so many amazing hikes we're super yeah. lucky southern california yeah. super lucky um or plant something like take care of a plant right like this living thing that just wants you to water it and give it a little sun um, a little love yeah a little love um and and the other thing is like walking barefoot super important like on the ground on the earth right like on grass or the earth um that's what's called earthing okay um and and you know you guys can look that up your listeners can look that up there's a lot of information out there on it um, but it's very grounding it helps us um, ground our energy down into the earth and the earth is this magnificent being that supports us and like takes all of that you know everything we're carrying um, she can take it and as and just be able to um, help us relax and like sort of like bring it down like a few notches do you have to do that like in a certain stance, like in like a no nope. mountain pose of sorts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you can if you if if you want it. That'll feel a lot more majestic. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, not at all. You can just um, even if you don't have a yard or you don't have anything. If you just um, anywhere you are where you see a little like patch of grass or earth, just take your shoes off and put your feet to the ground. Yeah. Um, and if you're like, if you're not a fan, there's, there's people, I know people that do not like, like their feet to touch the ground. Um, there's, there are these uh, really cool sandals called earth runners and they actually are like, if you're walking barefoot because they have copper on the sandal and that helps you kind of like run your electromagnetic, um, energies oh, wow. down into the earth. So that's another thing. They so think of everything. Exactly. Yeah. See, I'm trying to cover no all the bases. <laughs> we yeah. said no excuses. <laughs> So that's that's my number two. Super simple and so enjoyable, right? Um, because connecting to the earth and like remembering that we're like a child mm. on this earth and that we are one of the miracles here because there's like that beautiful plant there and then that flower over there and it just reminds us to like slow down and rem like reminds us of what is actually really important um, in life yeah love that yeah okay ready for three yes. yes okay everyone take a deep breath with me ready <sighs> number three is deep breaths okay super important deep breaths um, helps us slow down it helps us slow down our like reactiveness and our thinking especially when we're upset especially when we're upset if we're upset breathe <laughs> that's why they say that right like count to 10 yeah. <laughs> take 10 breaths before you respond um but it's because um deep breaths help us release endorphins and it removes toxins and improves our blood flow it reduces our stress um, and there is a practice called pranayama mm -hmm. where you actually can learn just different breathing techniques um, to be able to like flush out toxins, emotions, to like move things emotionally, but keeping it super simple on the show, right? So just take deep breaths. Um, what I recommend is that 
you make sure you're breathing all the way down to your belly, right? So that, not that's just your chest. That's a question that I, I, I always hear that it's like breathe from your stomach, but yeah. So how you're do like, I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. How does that function? Because isn't that, isn't that happening already? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it it is, but it isn't because a lot of us are breathing really shallow. So it only gets to your to your chest. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you go deeper, um, then you're able to reach like down to your stomach. So the trick to developing that is just um, slow down when you're breathing, right? Like as you're taking a breath, like count to five on your breath in. And then at the top, stop and count to like three or, <laughs> or five. <laughs> yeah, he's practicing right now. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> So she's turning blue. I'm like, <laughs> turning blue. Another vein is gonna pop in my oh, eye. No. Okay, bring no, no, it down. No, 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 bring it down to three. But but I I because I've been practicing it as well, and I think like when you take shorter breaths, it doesn't feel like it's coming from like your your stomach. Right. It feels more like it's coming from like the top of your chest. Yeah. Right. But like when you take a deeper breath, that's when it feels like. It's coming from down below. Because yeah. Because you feel yourself filling with that air. Exactly. Just like, I mean, you could look at a baby and you could tell a baby's breathing from through their stomach, mm-hmm. right? Because their whole little being goes up and down. Oh, so cute. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, so the way to develop that is just um, slow down when you take it. Even if you only can do three counts, um, just do three counts in and then stop for three and then do three counts out. And then you can go, you know, take that up. But even if you just did 10 deep breaths every morning, it would make a considerable difference for you. So that one's like, you know, nothing exciting, but it's important, vital, breathing. What I love (laughs) is that like you can do some of these at the same time. You can do deep breaths in front of the sun and then barefoot, barefoot. barefoot, And you've got like three out of five so far. You're winning, (laughs) winning. Okay, so my number four is silence. We live in a super noisy world, right? There's always something. So take a rest from the noise, right? Create some silence. For me, I like to do that in meditation. And meditation, you know, it it's intimidating for some people. And it really doesn't need to be, especially with apps like Headspace, where yeah. you can calm, start with, breathe, yeah. yeah, like you could start exactly calm. You can start with three minutes and, and build up. And but sometimes it even like it's, it's telling you, it's talking to you, you know, it's helping you through the three minutes. So yeah, you can totally. It's guiding you so you don't have to you. feel lost or mm-hmm. like, what am I doing? You know, super simple. Um, but meditation is vital especially in the world we live in, how fast everything moves. Like, honestly, you want peace of mind? Start meditating. How like, many, for real. how, like, I mean, in terms of meditation, because I know it's a subject that a lot of us, you know, a lot of people, a lot of listeners, I'm sure, are always like, you know, how long should I meditate for? What time uh, during the day should I do it when I wake up? Um, what should I be thinking about when I'm meditating? I, I know, I, I mean, I know there's like, like this is like a, another episode, you know, <laughs> know. that we could do. <laughs> But yeah, right. But it's like, what are, I mean, for someone that's barely maybe starting or trying to kick off their meditation yeah, routine. There, there's no right time to do it. There's no right way to do it. There are, um, like, there are so many different forms of meditation. It's all about you. What works for you, right? What works for you? Would you rather sit up from bed and stretch, stretch a little bit and then have like a three minute meditation where you're just silent? And you're just checking in. Like that's all you're doing. You're really just checking in, mm-hmm. like what, w- so that you can hear the voice in your head, 
right? Not because you're not the voice in your head. You are the witness to the voice in your head. A lot of the times we confuse that, especially when we don't meditate. We think we are right. our mind, mm-hmm. right? But we're not. And so um, anyway, it could be in the morning. It could be at night. I like to do it in the morning because it sets the tone for my day. Yeah. And um, I fall asleep when I do it at night. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, totally. Um, but you can start with, like I said, three minutes and build yeah. up. Right now, I'm at 20 minutes, but that's because I've been I've been consistent with my practice. Yeah. You know? I, I will say, because I've been like trying to get back into it, that something that I heard and that I love is just the idea of starting at like three minutes or five minutes, because I think that when we set these lofty goals of like doing 15 minutes or 20 minutes, then we pretty much do set ourselves up to fail. And it's mm-hmm. like, and we're just like, well, if it's not 15 minutes, it doesn't count. Or it's, if it's not 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't count. But it's like, well, three minutes is a lot more than the zero that you were doing before. So if that's something that you can do, then just start there and like do that for like a couple of months and then see what happens after that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. It's uh, this idea of like um, three foot toss, right? Where like if you throw something three feet, you're way more likely to hit the mark than if you try to go for like 25. Mm-hmm. So just start with start with the three foot toss yeah so 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 inside of that meditation is one but you can also do like a walking meditation which just means like walk quietly (laughs) right walk around your neighborhood or if you have a dog right if you're gonna walk your dog just walk in silence and just mindful being intentional paying attention to what's going on in your mind Um, or take a bath or even enjoying just your tea and your coffee in silence in the morning that also that that counts that's beautiful too like Mm. when you actually do that you're like wow yeah it's great (laughs) (laughs) you're like i remember i remember now (laughs) (laughs) gotta put myself on check (laughs) yeah okay so my last one is pause and it's kind of similar to the silence, right? But creating a sacred pause throughout your day. So we get going in the morning and then we're on the move the rest of the day for a lot of us, right? Especially Western culture. So um, I would just say learn to create a sacred pause or what I like to call it sacred space. Um, and, and what that is is really just finding the divine nature of something, and it can be done in anything, um, you know, through Holy Wild, I created the sacred space ritual kits because I really believe in it and it is a personal practice of mine. So, uh, for example, there's a, um, you know, there's Palo Santo sticks in there. I love burning Palo Santo and that in itself, like just in silence and just like burning it in my room. And that is sacred space. Right. Like just a shifted consciousness where I am actively like intentionally paying attention and looking for the divine mm. nature in whatever I'm doing. In that moment, it's the Palo Santo, right? And in myself and in the space. Um, you know, I also put in there like meditation tea because different plants do can help you. Um, their attributes are, you know, some of them are like energizing, right? Like for me, I'm on a coffee break, so I'm drinking a lot of Shisandra, and Shisandra, she's my girl. She is like, hey, let's go. Let's do this. And I love her for that. But I wouldn't drink her at night or I wouldn't necessarily drink her um, before you're if meditating. I wanted, yeah, before mm-hmm. a meditation, right? Because then I'm just going to get antsy and I'm going to want to go do all the things. Um, and so like one of my favorites, which is like, and um, is holy basil, which is super popular and you can find it like anywhere. And it's just this really beautiful, it's called tul- um, Tulsi. 
also and um, it's really beautiful and it like balances your right and left brain hemispheres and it just brings this like beautiful calm and oh I, I love her um, so she's a great one for meditation so I have a, a, a really sweet uh, mix in my in my sacred space kit which is a uh, blue lotus linden and holy basil um, which are beautiful plants that can like kind of like shift your consciousness and take you somewhere um, just contemplative very meditative and clear and um, available for guidance is what I would how I would describe That's that beautiful I'm like sign me up I know because <laughs> you know, I think like when I, I've never thought about the idea of like I've sat in silence before like okay Jess you're just gonna be quiet and just chill <laughs> And for me, that's maybe like when I've tried to meditate, but I've also never thought about the idea of having something that when I smell it or when I see it, it signals to my brain, to my body, to my mind, like now yes. is this time for contemplation or now is this time for peace. Now, and because we're, we're habitual. So it's like the moment yeah. that we start to s associate something with like, this is our, my sacred time. Mm -hmm. A, that signals to if you live with someone in your house, like, hey, don't mess with her. She's in her zone. But B, it also signals to your body, like we're about to we're about to be in this air space. So like, let's just try and find that peace and try and find that grounding that we're looking for. Yeah. And like, relax. Yeah. Like, we don't have to do anything right now. This is time for me. It's sacred. I'm just connecting to like my divine self and there's nothing to do but like be here you know yeah I love that and I think that's why I also made it um you know when I'm designing my kids I'm really thinking about the people that are going to be using them and what is um like what's really doable because ritual and ceremony like they're such a powerful tool for transformation but a lot of times when they're really lofty then we don't make time for them right, right? or if it's like super inconvenient but if we like you said create these little ways in which we bring the sacredness into our daily lives like lighting a candle right like your special candle that has an intention or um spraying your affirmation spray and you're saying your affirmation like that that is like a, a little moment that you're giving to yourself so that that brings you back to the present that brings you back to who you really are and then from there it's like oh my gosh it's such a it's a way more joyous pleasurable and amazing place to live like mm. from there and make our decisions from there and like relate to people from that space then like the really like I could speak for myself like really busy Irene or Irene that's like just trying to get things oh, go, done go, go. is so different than Irene when she's like in sacred space oh my god I got room for the whole world in my heart you know mm -hmm. at that moment and when I'm busy it's like don't get in my way I'm being efficient like what do you need okay I'm keep it moving you know yeah. <laughs> do you think it's okay to have to be both of those Irene's Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a place for all the parts of us, right? I mean, as long as like they don't harm anyone. Um, and and I don't, I love super efficient, you know, more masculine Irene that just wants to get things done because she gets me results, mm -hmm. right? But I love when she's being guided and directed by Irene that is connected to her soul and her higher self and, and has a bigger vision than a simple little task. Yeah. at hand yeah uh do you consider yourself a bruja i do how do you what does a bruja mean to you right now 
To me, a bruja is a woman that is empowered, that is connected to her intuition, that connects to the earth for her medicine in whatever, at whatever level, right? You don't have to be an herbalist, um, but that you create like that you create magic in your own little way, what, whatever that is. Like maybe you, you know, your essential oils that you use to like create this magic or a candle that you burn that you absolutely love. Like it's to me, it's a feeling, I mm-hmm. guess it's what I'm saying. Like it's feeling really in my power, feeling confident, um, feeling like I am going to honor myself no matter what. Like to me, that's a bruja. And then there's like all these different levels because um, some brujas practice magic. Other brujas um, create magic in their everyday life through little things, even when it's like cooking. You know, if you're like cooking something, I mean, I am not a cook. But (laughs) (laughs) but for those of you that (laughs) cook, you know, just even putting your love and your intention and adding a little extra vanilla or cinnamon to something Mm -hmm. and making it magical. But I think what's so cool is that like, this time of people like owning their power and finding and and also feeling less guilty about taking the time to like love themselves Mm -hmm. and to search within themselves to say there's so much more to me and I can be dynamic and I can be my masculine and I can be my feminine and I can be empowered and I can also be sensitive and and I can be engaged and I also can need to like be alone in my room and like shut off from the world mm-hmm. and we're allowing people to do that yeah and, and there's magic in that there is there's a lot of magic in that and i love what you said about um you know the brujas because it's I, it's always been like a, a term that just society in general oh my god i mean going mm-hmm. back to like what was it the crucible or like oh, or yeah, you know, like yeah. the, the witches and it's like there was yeah, the there was something hunts. powerful about like a woman who was just so in tune with like this power in her and to yeah. this day i feel like you know it's becoming more of like yeah um it, yeah like you know you say so bruja you know brujita de las buenas like i'm i'm like i'm i'm good you know i'm yeah. just setting out all these great things that i have in me so i love that i love that you shared that cuz i think it's i think a lot of people can relate and yeah, yeah you know it, it it had such a stigma but because um it's just it's time for reclamation in a yeah. lot of ways for us women right and this is one of those things like bruja is a, a woman in her power and that was so intimidating right like back when the witch hunts happened and all of that where a woman could not be in her power her sexuality was not allowed it was dangerous and manipulative and all these things and and i feel like we are now in the age where women are really we're like really figuring out we're amazing we're badass like our intuition like we could be strong and sensitive you know everything you were saying Jess and um I feel like it's important for us and I think with I would not have been able to just claim it in the way that I do now like yeah I'm a bruja um before I studied plant medicine because I feel like that really has given me like another level of permission inside myself and like be proud like yeah I'm a green witch you know, like I, I work with plants and, and we make magic and all kinds of things. And um, I feel like the people that are still really intimidated by the word um, could really do some more research on the history and find out what really what was really happening back in those days. And um, the more, you know, like the less intimidated you are by things. Right. You don't have to judge things um, when you understand them a little bit more. So. Ooh. This I loved it. So I loved it. What? So I, I feel like, A, this has been amazing, and you've definitely dropped some, like, 
gems in next here thing you know all... she's gonna have her own podcast and she's gonna be like who are you girl like, i'm gonna come hang gonna out with you right <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna like the third leg here. <laughs> i like it i, I like love it. it we'll get an extra an extra yeah. microphone so for people who i think already feel like they've gotten 2018 off to a, a rough start or don't feel like they've set the intentions that they've wanted to do you know i feel like we put so much emphasis on one day of the year as like mm-hmm. that's the only day we can get a fresh start so how can we make every day feel like a new day and one where we can reclaim who it is that we want to be? Have a daily practice. Like by far, even even with, um, you know, business people that are super successful and anyone that's super successful, they have a routine of sorts, right? But I like to call it a daily practice because mm-hmm. it's more of a devotion thing like okay am I devoted to my highest self or being like that person I know I am inside that I really want to be or in creating this life I dream of having that but I'm not there yet the way to get there is to start now and and do it daily so have a morning practice or a night practice whatever right like a daily practice and if you did any of the things that we just talked about the five things they seem they seem super like you know not that big of a deal it's not this like earth shattering thing but those are the things that empower us to then be able to do the earth shattering things um you know ahead so i would say do that and yeah there is no um yes the first day of the year is like has like a strong energy for like setting your intentions and being clear and getting started but you don't have to do that you can reset at any moment like you can you know after the podcast is over you can shut down and you can um you know light a candle and just really sit with yourself and say what do I want to create this year Mm -hmm. or who do I want to be what qualities do I want to develop in myself because sometimes we don't know what that's going to look like but we most of the time we know what we want it to feel like right and I think that's a really good way that people can relate to it um as well so that's so perfect I would say that's amazing I think that that's exactly how I first of all I think that that's the perfect way to end episode one just as a way of like of reminding ourselves reminding you guys that we're we always have the power to make our lives what we want them to be absolutely Mm -hmm. and that we never have to feel like we're at the mercy of anyone or anything but like all we have to do is just be present to ourselves and show up and then we can create magic show up and put the Mm -hmm. work you know okay even if i if you know you're like you're going through it like me right now (laughs) (laughs) it's like feel it out learn from it do these things that are going to help you at the end of the day to like really take in Mm -hmm. what this is teaching you and um and yeah and like sit down and just you know give yourself that time because we want it we want it to be over so fast like i don't want to feel this anymore i want to i want to set my year right Mm -hmm. and it's like Slow yeah. down. Yep. Whatever's in front of you, that's what you got to focus on. You yeah. Know, that's your what foundation. you got to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Take care of the essentials and then everything falls into place. So. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Irene, thank you so much. Thank you. Make thank sure you to both. check her out, Holy Wild, on Instagram. Yeah, you could find me on Instagram. That's pretty much everywhere. I'm putting all of my information right now. But yeah, I'd love to um, have anyone that's interested in plant medicine or um, learning more about what is earth medicine and how the heck do you connect yeah. <laughs> to, to it and to the plants. And it's such a beautiful, magical world um, that we all have access to. And I would love to um, invite anyone to come check out what I'm up to. There. Awesome. And so your Instagram is at holy underscore wild. 
Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And for all of your wisdom. Wait, hold